Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with acclaimed author Jeff Lane. Hey, Jeff. Hello. Hi, Cynthia. How are you? I'm great tonight. So, Jeff, you're currently involved with another Amuse Now featured artist, Aaron Thomas, on a film based on your book, This Paper World, which is the story of an 18-year-old college student Jim Hunt, who confronts his destiny. Tell us about this project, and how did the two of you meet? Well, Aaron actually uh, got in touch with me. I podcast This Paper World as a serialized audiobook. I put it out, you know, a chapter a week, and Aaron had listened to it, and he reached out to me and said, you know, I've been listening to This Paper World. I love it. It's great. And anybody who tells me that they like my stuff, I always <laughs> email them back. And so we started kind of a back and forth. And I think at one point I noticed he had um, something in his email signature, or he might have told me about some of his film work. So I started checking out his stuff. And that just kind of blew my mind. Here's this very talented filmmaker who liked my art that I was putting out. And that kind of, you know, it, it kind of went on from there. Uh, and we just stayed in touch. And then eventually he reached out and said, you know, I want to do something with this book. So we've been working on it ever since. Well, I've seen some of the trailers, and it looks fabulous. I, I can't wait to see the movie. So I wish you guys all the best of luck with that project, because I love Thank you. Aaron. He's fantastic, and he's so uh, creative. He, he's approaching the business from a whole new angle, and it's it's just fun to work with him. And I'm learning a lot uh, from, you know, just I know nothing about film and that side of the business, so I'm just kind of watching him at work and in awe. So... Yes, Aaron's awesome, and you also need to watch and read about him, too, on Amuse Now. <laughs> so, you studied music and video business at the Art Institute in Fort Lauderdale. You worked second shift at the call center in a bank, and you claim that you wrote this paper world to stave off boredom while working at the bank. How did you decide to become an author, and where did you get the inspiration for this paper world? Uh, that and that—that's absolutely true. I, you know, I was working late at night, and my wife was working in the day, and we saw each other on Saturdays and like half-day Sundays. Uh, so, and I would wake up at kind of a normal time, and I would kind of hang around the house, and I just went up to my office and opened up a blank document, and I said, "Huh, big white sheet. What do I? What can I do with this?" and I started writing. So initially, I didn't have a, a grand master plan uh, to write a novel necessarily, or didn't have the whole story kind of sketched out in my head. It kind of grew organically as I started writing about uh, Jim, and, and I knew, I think at, at my core, at the core of it, I knew I wanted to write a hero's tale, a classic hero's tale, uh, and it, it kind of blossomed from there. As far as the inspirations in it, I, I haven't made it any secret that if you read the book or you listen to the audiobook, you'll definitely see some Star Wars references, uh, some of Stephen King's Dark Tower, you know, the gunslingers. Uh, I try to, to throw in some pop culture references here and there, but those were kind of the two main ones, you know, Star Wars and the Dark Tower, maybe a little bit of Highlander thrown in too. Uh, but that was it. It was just a very orga organic growth through the whole story. I didn't even know how it was going to end when I started. So it was kind of a fun journey for me too. 
Well, that's great because it, it looks like a fabulous novel. I'm going to have to go out and listen to it chapter by chapter because I saw on your webpage that you still have it posted. <laughs> yes, yes. It's on uh, iTunes and Patio Books and all the places you can find uh, these podcast novels. So how did you become involved in podcasts, specifically Patio Books? Well, I was a fan of podcasts. I started downloading and listening to podcasts about TV shows like Lost and Doctor Who and uh, and geek kind of stuff. And I wanted to do a podcast, and I thought, what do I have to podcast about? And I, you know, I couldn't think of anything at first. And then I I found some people were uh, putting their books out in podcasts, and I said, wait a second, I have this ten-year-old book just gathering dr dust on a hard drive somewhere. So I dusted it off and started to do my own podcast. So that was how it started. And now I'm addicted. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you met Aaron. So it was, it was destiny. You were confronting your destiny, yes. right? <laughs> that's exactly right. Yes. <laughs> so you write novels, novellas, and audiobooks. Does each have a different niche or target audience? And, and how do you market to them? Well, they're all in the realm of speculative fiction, I would call it. I, I have a hard time kind of categorizing my books. I, they're kind of tweeners. They're somewhat science fiction. They deal with, um, you know, people with powers or, or, or time travel. My novel One Way is about time travel. But they're also very grounded in the characters and real people. Uh, the closest thing I have to true science fiction is my novella, Crush Death, which happens, it's, I call it near future, and it happens on a huge submarine the size of like an ocean liner. Uh, and so that, that one's kind of a mermaid slash vampire slash werewolf tale. Uh, but yeah, it's all kind of, I would say, in the same vein as maybe Stephen King or Dean Koontz. And as far as marketing to folks, uh, you know, you, you just kind of get yourself out there in that kind of geek pop culture sci-fi realm. You know, on, on iTunes, of course, you, you put a, a category that goes with your book. Uh, I've, been, I've gotten very involved in the podcast community, so just reaching out to different podcasts uh, and either, I, like I narrate for some of the uh, audio fiction podcasts that are out there, like Starship Sofa and Tales to Terrify and things like that. So that just gets me in that community. And, you know, I'll ask podcasters if they'll play my promos or do blog posts about me. So it's all about the social media kind of revolution and getting your name and your product out there to, to people that go, hey, that, that's sort of in my wheelhouse. It sounds like it's a, it's a, a big give and take process and, the, and it's a community. So do you spend a lot of time on Facebook and Twitter? Is it really mostly isolated to the, the podcasty, geeky people? <laughs> It's, I do have um, Facebook and Twitter. I, I probably spend too much time on Facebook and Twitter. Um, but yeah, you do, you make a lot of connections that way. And it is all about community. And, you know, I've got, uh, you know, folks that I've connected with in the, you know, kind of audio fiction podcast world, uh, in the independent author kind of networks that are out there, in just the geek kind of movie, sci-fi, comic book kind of realm. So, you know, I try to just, and I try to make real connections with these folks. I hate kind of reaching out and saying, you know, hey, you've got a podcast. Will you give me some free advertising? You know, I really, you know, if I go on a podcast, I'll, I'll probably listen to their show first or be a fan of their show and then kind of reach out and say, hey, I've been kind of digging your show for the past four years. How you doing? You know? 
so that's that's really in, in the community piece of it is kind of the best. I've met some great people that I've never met face to face, but you kind of form these bonds over the internet, and it's it's great. I mean, Aaron is a great example. He lives in London. I live in the states. We've never met face to face yet, but yet we have a great collaboration, and we talk weekly and just have a great time. Awesome. So for people who don't know how to break into the podcast community, where do you go? iTunes is a great way uh, because everybody has iTunes. Uh, you do need to kind of get some technical savvy if you don't, if you're not good with computers or, or that sort of thing, hook up with someone who does. You know, you do have to kind of have a place to serve your podcast from, you know, servers and that sort of thing. But all that stuff isn't that hard to do once you get the hang of it. You know, I have a little WordPress website. I have a guy that I know that has a server, and he serves it up. But you can also, if you don't know people, you, there's Libsyn has, you know, will serve up podcasts and things like that. So it's all just a matter of going out to Google, how do I start a podcast, and you'll get all sorts of information about it. So since Amuse Now is about artists helping artists, what advice do you have for other writers who are thinking about writing their first ebook? I'd say start writing today. A lot of people tell me, oh, I've got a great idea for a book, or I've always wanted to write a book. Do it. Just pull up a Word document. You've got that blank sheet in front of you. Start with that first word and go. Don't worry about how you're going to market it or how you know how you're going to get it published or what your outlets are going to be. Just write. Write for you. Enjoy the process of writing and see where it takes you. Awesome. I'm going to open up a Word document right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I'll tell you, I have learned a lot from you today. So when we start our e-commerce site later this year, I hope that you'll consider using Amuse Now as part of your ebook distribution network, and I hope to see this paper moon on Amuse Now too someday. <laughs> well, thank you very much, and thanks for having me on, Cynthia. This has been a lot of fun, and uh, I love watching all the artists that you have uh, on the show. Thank you, and have a fabulous evening. We'll be in touch. <laughs> thank you very much. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about AmuseNow, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon at amusenow.com.